You're listening to the Mimi B Podcast, a lifestyle podcast that is designed to help you transform your life and become the best version of yourself possible. On this podcast, we talk about health, personal growth, career, and pretty much everything else it takes to become the best you there is. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard. I own the online magazine, Mimi B, and I create courses on how you can upgrade your life to the next level. Every single one of us has the ability to produce extraordinary results in our lives, and this podcast is going to help you get there. Hey guys, I got Ben on the phone. He's cooking fajitas, so it's kind of loud. (laughs) I don't know if you can hear. Um, I'm going to record a solo episode, and I've just got inspired to do it about Ben and I's long-distance relationship because... I get a lot of DMs from you guys asking about that because you see that I'm always traveling and living in different places. So, Ben, do you give me permission to talk about us long distancing? Yeah. (laughs) And then we're going to do an episode of me and you soon next time you're in France. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do this weekend. This weekend. It'll be a Q&A. But, yeah, what should we talk about in today's episode? What? today on your your solo on my solo app like what kind of things about long distance would you be interested in just talk about me and how much you love me you and how much i love you okay your sound quality is so bad i need to hang up but i'll call you after love you okay i love you love you all right real time guys look at that producer mimi in the house um (laughs) i it is 9 p.m right now on a Tuesday evening, and I wanted to record a little solo epi because I miss you guys, and I have no excuse to not be posting multiple podcasts a week because I am in France with my microphone finally. I have my microphone back. So I don't know if you've noticed, but the past few episodes, the quality has been pretty shite, and That is because my microphone was in London. I didn't take it with me to Portugal and Italy because it was just too heavy and I couldn't really lug it around. So I finally have it back with me. Ben brought it last weekend when he came to visit because I came to France right from my travels. So my apologies for the crappy quality, but I know you guys are bearing with me. I've had some amazing guests on. Uh, I don't know if you listened to the other podcast, the last podcast that I released with John Asaraf. So good. If you haven't listened to it, you need to go check it out. But today's episode is all about long distance relationships and what I've been doing with Ben because I haven't really been living somewhere consistently for like almost a year now. I guess this whole summer I was in London, but before that I was in Canada for like four months and he was coming back and forth. I was going to London back and forth and I just haven't had a really stable living situation. Like I don't really know where I want to end up right now. And there's a lot of stuff with visas and like just certain requirements that, you know, I don't want to do anything, you know, sketchy and like be in a country for longer than I should and all that stuff. So I've been really safe with that. And Ben has been bearing with me. He also has like a full time job, so he can't just like travel with me everywhere, obviously. Um, So yeah, I just kind of want to talk about the struggles and how we've been dealing with it. 
I think the core part about doing a long distance relationship is how much you trust each other. And I am so grateful that I trust Ben so much and I would never, ever, ever imagine him being unfaithful. And I know he feels the same about me. We have a very honest relationship. And I think that's like pretty much the most important thing in my opinion when it comes to long distance relationships and even just having a great relationship with a partner in general, even if you're in the same city, it all goes back to trust, right? Like without trust, what do you have? Like without trust, God, I remember in my past when I've dated other guys and I've never had like a full relationship with other guys. I know, I don't know if a lot of you guys know, but Ben's my first boyfriend. We've been dating for two years. Um, but before that I definitely had flings and stuff and God, the feeling of like not trusting a guy is like the absolute worst feeling in the world because you're constantly obsessing and thinking about like what they're doing, where they are, if they're lying, like overthinking messages that they've sent, you know, really reading into things. And like, it just takes up so much time and effort and it's exhausting and it's like it, it makes you feel like you're like in an immature relationship. That's essentially it. That's how I feel. Like the, the biggest like the main word I would describe for Ben and I's relationship is like mature and passionate and like honest again, the word honest because you know, and it's evolved, right? I'm not saying it's always been a hundred percent perfect. Ben and I have had our serious ups and downs that you guys don't really know about. Like we've mostly been really amazing, but like there are periods that we like fight a lot more and, you know, get on each other's backs. Like, when you're in a relationship with someone, you're their best friend and they are your best friend. It's it's really more than just an intimate thing. Like you are committing to have this other person as like your partner, you know, like someone to share your life with if, if you're looking more long-term and, you know, it's, it, you have to just go with the flow of life sometimes if you want to be with a certain person. So whether that's long distance or you going through a rough patch, you just have to kind of keep your eyes on the prize, aka the long-term result that you want sometimes. <laughs> keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your keep your mindset just really locked into what you want and, you know, where you see this going, right? So if there's a rough patch, just try not to let it over consume you and like make you just make rash decisions or or just you know get obsessive or whatnot like there have been times like this summer with Ben like we've both had a lot of a lot of like anxiety because I was leaving in a month and we didn't know what I was gonna do and like he and I had just felt stuck a lot of times when I haven't been in the country and like especially with the Canada thing going back and forth it's a really long flight like it's a lot and you know, when Ben and I first started dating the full first year, we were pretty much together five nights a week, like inseparable. And then it kind of went back and forth of like me leaving the country for months at a time and him coming to visit for a weekend. And, but to be honest with you, like it's been a really incredible, incredible experience going through all these ups and downs because A, it's made us so much stronger. And I know that's pretty cliche to say, but but, but it actually really has made us so much stronger. And it has also like 
created a spark. Like we're never in a routine really for that long, which like low key, I kind of like, and I know that sounds kind of twisted because like all I crave sometimes is just consistency and stability, but like I have stability in the relationship. You know, I don't need necessarily to like know where I'm going to be all the time. Like this sounds so crazy because I'm usually such a control freak, but like I kind of like the whole go with the flow thing because it keeps things fresh and in long distance relationships, like you, you need to kind of have that spark sometimes. And then also in long-term relationships, like keeping things fresh is really important and it's both partners responsibilities to do that. So yeah, that's just kind of the situation that's been going on. And, you know, we trust each other fully. Like I was saying earlier, that's the biggest thing. So if you are in a situation where you might need to be doing long distance or, you know, if you want to go away for a few months and your partner doesn't want to come with you or something or go traveling alone, understand that like it's a really big test to your relationship. So it actually might be really beneficial to do this because it will bring up anything underlying that you might have not dealt with before. Like the long distance thing, all of the insecurities that both of us have had in the relationships have in our relationship has come out because it's like, you know, we feel so vulnerable and in vulnerable times things come out. So yeah, but I think, you know, I'm really grateful that neither of us really get jealous. Um, you know, I actually like don't get jealous because I, I'm so confident in Ben never being unfaithful. So that's a big thing. But if you get jealous, like the worst thing about long distance, I could just assume is like if you have trust issues with your partner and like you're staying up all night thinking about what they're doing and like getting all obsessive and like putting find my friends on their phone and like wanting to see where they are and checking that. So, you know, that's just not a healthy thing. The The more you like are chilled in a relationship, I think, the more you attract that like kind of mutual chilled like we're in this for in the, for the long term in the long run kind of vibe. Um I'm looking at some questions online right now like questions for long distance couples. <laughs> um what's my favorite part about a long distance relationship? Okay. It's obviously not a positive thing. I'm not you know saying all this stuff in the podcast to be like oh yeah you like I love being long distance I freaking hate it I wish I was in the same city as him all the time and we're making such an effort for him to come to France every weekend like so it's not even that long distance I'm just being dramatic but to be honest my favorite part there are two favorite parts number one is when I see him when we see each other it is so special because I we just like jump on each other we get so excited like it's just like not seeing Ben even for a few days and then seeing him it's like we always just are so obsessed with each other so it makes me feel so happy and like it's there's so much passion the other second thing I like about it is our really long phone calls and this is gonna sound weird but like every single night Ben and I talk on the phone for like two hours (laughs) every night two years we've been together like two hour phone calls and just talking about everything and anything and I fall asleep to his voice every night and it's really like a special thing it's close to my heart and I don't even think he knows this but it's really special to me like I I think I feel like I'm a little teenage girl like on the phone with her crush you know like 
because he's not in the same city and it's it, it gives us a reason to just like stay in touch and just catch up on our entire days and yeah I just I like that and then my least favorite part of a long distance relationship duh it is not being able to see him when I'm really feeling like I need him and us just feeling that distance like my heart genuinely hurts when I think about how far away he is from me so yeah that's my least favorite part um and what other questions this website sucks the questions all suck (laughs) uh but yeah you know what also when the day comes like when we close the distance and we finally like are in the same city we're going to move in together and that's going to be a whole other chapter so I think right now we're both kind of liking this whole you know like both of us having our space because next time we're in the same city like for good for at least you know a year at a time like we're gonna get our own place, which will be a whole other podcast in itself, which I'm excited to record because there's a lot about this. Like we both like our own space and we're going to have to really work on this in a very logical way, right? Like I think we might end up getting a two bedroom and one of the bedroom, one of the bedrooms I can kind of turn into an office, like me morning routine room where I can just like do my thing and he can have the bedroom if we need alone time um I can make it like little podcast recording room too um I think just having a bit of space is really important and um yeah so so that's it he's just so supportive and really just allows me to do my thing and you know I think it's going to be so great living together but I've obviously never lived with a boyfriend before, so it's going to be interesting. Um, but yeah, I'll be honest with you guys about all of that kind of stuff. I know Ben's pretty private, and he's like very reserved about our relationship, and I love the, that about him. But I'm very open, and I think we've had to kind of find our balance with that. Like, I want to share everything with you guys, and he's now like super chilled with that. So um, it's all good. But I remember the beginning when we first started dating, even when I'd like put him in a vlog, he'd be like, ugh, ugh, ugh. And I'm like, come on, babe, just open up. It's that kind of British guy vibe. Like, I think North Americans are a lot more, like, happy to share things. I don't know. Anyway, what I've been doing in France. Okay, so I'm in France in this tiny little gorgeous part of town in this city in France. And I'm obsessed with it. I, like, I don't even know where to start. I basically decided to come to France for three months because I wanted to experience a new, you know, place to live. And while I'm sorting out my living situation, I wanted somewhere close enough to London so that like my friends and Ben could come visit. And it's like only an hour and a half on the train from London. And then um, I also wanted somewhere that's like a little bit more quiet. Like I don't want to go to a big city like Paris. Like I'm in a smaller part. And, um, sorry for the background noise. If you can hear that, there's like a weird group of people outside working out and clapping. It's like 9 PM. Really? Anyway. So yeah, I'm in a little town that still has a little bit of noise, obviously. Um, and yeah, so I, I'm so much going on with work at the moment. Like guys, I cannot wait to tell you what I've been up to. Like you obviously know I'm launching blushy, my e-commerce website 
uh, in the new year in, I hope, January. And then I also have the whole rebrand of the Mimi B podcast that's going on. Like, I'm making it a way cooler vibe. Like, it was a bit too girly and pink and, like, not consistent enough before. And, like, we're over 120 episodes now. Like, I want to really get the branding all like clear and just clean. So, and I also signed with podcast agents in the States. So like there's a lot going on. There's a lot of advancements. Like my podcast is rapidly growing. And thanks to you guys, every single review that you make literally has such an effect on the growth of the podcast, which makes me more inclined to record more because we have sponsors now and it makes me, you know, want to do more episodes and get more amazing guests on. And it's more enticing for big, big guests to come on because I'm getting more listeners and it's just like the domino effect. So honestly, thank you so much for all of you that write reviews. Like I see every single one of them and it warms my heart and it's just like the most humbling thing in the world reading what you think of this podcast. Obviously, if it's only a good review, because I haven't had a bad one in a while, but like the bad ones suck. They're just such like, you know, sad vibes. But anyway, um, what else have I been doing in France? I've, yeah, been working on so much. So my blushy project, Mimi B, I'm like on total body mentality transformation mode. Like I've obviously had the biggest transformation the past few years, but there's, it's always a constant stream of effort. Like you constantly need to work towards what you want in your life. Like it, you just don't, you don't get there and have it like you don't. So I am on the grind with that, doing a really long morning routine, meditating every single day for at least a half an hour, like really mentally doing a ton of work, hypnotherapy, journaling, you know, deep diving into my old patterns and habits and all that good stuff. Also body reset planning and my bod is feeling so good. I'm just like in total, you know, I, I transformation mode. That's it. Like I love to just improve myself. It's a passion and I've been learning a lot. Oh my God, guys. Cause I have so much time in France. I'm literally learning so much because we, I have the internet, duh. And that's like the best source of education. So I am learning a lot and I'm, you know, reading a lot of books. And I also found this website called Skillshare and it's the subscription based website that essentially gives you access to so much content that you can learn from, um, you know, created by professionals and such. So the Mimi B podcast is actually brought to you by Skillshare. And you guys know, I don't do a lot of like sponsored stuff, especially on my Instagram and on my podcast. Like I'm really picky with the sponsored content that I promote and I say no to a lot of brands, but I love to work with brands that I genuinely use and want, you know, to, for you guys to access. I want you guys to access it as well because it's improved my life. So Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens and dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. So you can literally take classes in anything from like photography, creative writing to design, productivity skills, and all that stuff. I've personally been um, learning a lot about business and like marketing and like productivity. I, I love learning about productivity and like how to change habits and also some random things about design because I'm rebranding Blushy at the moment or branding Blushy and rebranding Mimi B like I was just telling you. 
But yeah, whether you are returning to like a long time passion project or you're challenging yourself to get out of your comfort zone and you want to learn something new, Skillshare has classes for you. So personally, like I was telling you before, I'm like in total biz mode at the moment and I want to learn everything and anything about business. So the specific classes that I've been taking have a lot to do with, like I said, marketing, a lot of like tax, learning about taxes and finances kind of sounds boring, but like, I'm really into it. Like I've learned so much and I'm, I kind of am like a bit embarrassed that I didn't know so much of this stuff earlier on. Um, and you know, I love learning new things, especially when I have little pockets of time throughout the day to learn. Like learning is very important to me. I feel like the more I learn, the more I expand my brain, the better I do in every area of my life, mentally, physically, in relationships, in my business, especially, of course, and more opportunities come to me. And I I just really feel like it is so essential for humans to consistently be learning. And I like Skillshare a lot because it's inexpensive and very available. And you can literally learn from thousands of different topics. So it's amazing. It's really, really incredible. So if you are interested, join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners, just for you. You can get two months of Skillshare for free, literally for free. Skillshare is offering the Mimi B podcast listeners two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash MP for Mimi B podcast, not MB, MP, like I'm the MP. Oh my God, that was lame. Anyway, again, go to Skillshare.com slash MP to start your two months today. That is Skillshare.com slash MP. And let me know what you guys think of it. You know, it's it's an amazing platform and I'm digging it. I'm using it. And you're not losing anything for, you know, signing up for a free two-month trial. Anyway, going back to our conversation here. Um, yeah, I've just been, you know, really focusing on myself and bettering myself because, you know, I feel good when I do that. And guys, don't get me wrong. I am not perfect. I constantly struggle with trying to better myself. Like there are a lot of days where I wake up late and I don't feel like doing my morning routine and I don't feel like doing my my journaling and I don't feel like working out and I don't feel like having my celery juice before my coffee because all I want is freaking coffee when I just wake up. There are a lot of days that that happens and there are a lot of days that I give in to those emotions and I don't even have regrets on it anymore. Like this morning I was like, okay, Because you need to wait after having celery juice for like an hour or at least an hour, I think, uh, before having like a coffee with almond milk and all that stuff. So I woke up this morning and I was like, I am not okay with waiting an hour to have coffee. (laughs) So I had my coffee first and then later on I had a juice and, you know, it was okay. And then I was just kind of like, you know, really feeling unmotivated today actually weird enough weirdly enough because I was sitting so much for the entire first half of the day I had so many emails to go through and a lot of like laptop work so 
I wasn't really moving a lot. And then I came to a conclusion around six o'clock, 6 p.m. Yes, after sitting for like hours and hours, I was like, hey, I gotta go on a run because I feel like crap. So that's kind of like what the whole, you know, bettering yourself graph looks like. It's like up, down, up, down. You're, I'm not perfect all the time. A lot of people think like, oh, Mimi, you wake up at 5 a.m., have your celery juice, have your coffee, you don't overeat, you are working out all the time, you are very committed and driven and flawless in your actions. And listen, as much as I want that to be true, and as much as I hold myself to that standard a lot of the time and I try to make that work, it's not true all the time. And I just want to be honest with you because, you know, we're all human and humans are never going to be perfect. We are not designed for perfection. Okay. We're not, but it's important knowing that to also try your best. So the example that I just gave you of me not moving my ass for the entire day, basically, when I had carved out time in the morning to do a little workout on the yoga mat I have in my flat and to go on a little run. And I ended up, you know, procrastinating throughout that time. And I didn't have time to anymore, um, till later on. Like, you know what I mean? Like that example is perfect because I, I messed up and then I didn't make it ruin my day. I didn't think, oh, I might as well just start tomorrow. No, I just got up my running shoes on and ran for 40 minutes and I spoke to Ben on the phone when I was running and it was just a quick little run walk around the park 5k kind of thing and um, I felt so much better for it now I got home and I like sat down and I recorded a podcast like, like I'm doing right now like it's crazy how productivity really breeds off of productivity And the hardest step is literally just making the first move on that first task. And then after you finish that first task, you then get inspired to do all this other work that you've been putting off. Like I'm now like really pumped up. It's like 9.30 p.m. I need to go to bed. Oh my God. But now I'm like, oh, I want to create this proposal. Like, no, Mimi, you need to just chill. So (laughs) what I'm trying to get to is no one's perfect and you know, just try to keep having it as a standard that like, you're just going to try your best. And the second that you stop getting so hard on yourself, being so hard on yourself when it comes to perfection is when you're not going to be so scared of it. You know, like I'm not scared of messing up anymore. Like I used to be. Wow. This is actually becoming a very insightful episode that I didn't even know we're going to go this route, but I'm not really scared of messing up because I'm so aware that I'm a human being and I'm not going to be perfect, but I can try my best. And me trying my best is my version of perfection because trying my best is the most freaking powerful thing because everyone in the world that tries their best gets somewhere. If you genuinely and be honest with yourself, if you genuinely try your best, you're going to succeed no matter what, in whatever area. If you try your best, you'll get there, babe. So it's all about trying your best. It's not about perfection. All the most successful people in the world just tried their best. They didn't, they weren't perfect. So don't beat yourself up for not being perfect because nobody is. You can have moments of perfection that you can like bathe in and be like, oh my God, I did so well. Hell yeah. And amp yourself up about it, you know, pep yourself up. But you're never going to be 100% perfect. You can try, but 
it's just impossible. It's not humanly possible to 100% of the time drink the lemon water when you wake up and stop eating at 6 p.m. and eat perfect portions and work out every day and read a personal development book every morning and don't check social media too much and, you know, meditate every day. Like, listen, like we all have, (laughs) we all have our, our moments, but just trying our best is what is the most important and be honest with yourself. Are you trying your best? But your best doesn't need to be perfect. Okay, I'm just repeating myself now. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. It kind of started as a relationship episode and then trickled into personal development because I'm Mimi Bouchard. And when does an episode not talk about personal development? Okay, my mission in life is to make it a cool thing, a cool topic, personal development. Anyway, it is so late for me. I'm going to have a quick shower because I literally haven't showered since my run and drink a ton of water and try my best at this crazy life thing. Love you guys. Bye.